0: and a bottle of fizz. Danny knew the reaction she would get. It's lovely chatting as ever, Danny, but is there a reason for the call? And there it was. The reaction Danny knew was coming. Knox ignoring anything to do with dating. Lucas, you are impossible. I won't be single forever, you know. As it happens, yes, I am calling to see if you are working. Danny's playful tone was replaced with a more controlled one. I have a few irons in the fire, nothing concrete. Way are you looking to hire?' Knox replied, trying not to sound too interested. "'I have heard a few things on the cyber grapevine, and some of it made me think of you, so if—' Knox cut her mid-flow as he heard a pop and a crackle in the distance, followed by the building revs of a powerful engine, reaching its red line before dropping down and starting the symphonic crescendo once more. "'Danny, I need to go. Can you give me twenty-four hours? I'll be in touch.' Knox said, annoyed to be ending the call so soon. At that moment, a beautiful, deep, metallic green convertible supercar pulled off the coast road at speed onto the gravel, skidding as it came to a stop just in front of a small, low stone wall. The throttle blipped and burbled as the engine cut, announcing its arrival. For you, handsome, I will give you 48. Now run along and try not to blow anything up. And with that, the line cut dead. The sun was almost kissing the sea on the horizon. Already he could smell the jasmine that had all day lain hidden, suppressed beneath the heat. Knox hated jasmine, as it reminded him of an ex. Flocks of birds were in quick retreat, pitching their camps on power cables, trees and the terracotta rooftops of the nearby town. Lights were coming on, littering the coastline like stars in the night sky. Stepping out of the sleek machine onto the gravel was a sight just as stunning as the car. Long, bare, model legs of a woman, bronzed and sun-kissed, satin skin, thick, wavy, dark hair falling just past her shoulders, dressed only in a perfect bright white swimsuit, so tightly fitting you could be forgiven for thinking it was painted on. She wore it in a way that made it worth every penny of its sure-to-be-obscene price tag. The gentle curve of her backbone was deeply indented suggesting more powerful muscles than is usual for a woman of her size. Her behind was almost as firm, rounded but beautiful, heart-shaped. She was not an ethnic girl, but she had invested a lot of time in her tan. Around her neck, a thick, flat designer gold necklace that would scream tacky on anyone else but this siren. The whole scene, empty beach, sun-setting, alluring girl with her hair dancing in the wind and the abundance of diamonds and gold. It reminded Knox of something. Yes, that's it. She was like a young Monica Bellucci, at home on the big Hollywood screen, just as much as modelling the perverse ideas of the high-end fashion houses. In a matter of moments, the woman had dropped down from the low stone wall, crossed the expanse of sand and stopped before the water's edge to tie her hair up. She kicked off her fine strappy sandals and dropped her oversized jewel-encrusted sunglasses on top of them. She paused basking in those last-minute beams of orange sunlight before it descended once more into the sea casting the deserted beach under the cover of dusk she ran the last few yards into the waves her momentum carrying her through the shallows before gracefully diving into the cool ocean she held her breath for what seemed like an age Knox began to feel uneasy his eyes darting as they surveyed over the calm still waters He felt his heart rate rise and the adrenaline begin to flow, and just as Knox was about to run, the sleek, effortless swimmer surfaced 50 or so metres out. A smile crossed his face, acknowledging the woman's athleticism. Knox slowly made his way down the uneven, rough-weathered pathway, his eyes flickering from the woman to his footing. Two golden blonde girls, out together for their evening run in bikini tops and brief shorts, made their way up the pathway, playfully racing each other up towards him. They flaunted their bodies at him as they passed, saying, ''Hola!'' followed with giggles and smiles. They looked back over their shoulders to see if he would look and respond. When he didn't, they muttered something in German, then picked up the pace and sauntered on up towards the town's high road, where Knox's motorcycle was parked. All the girls did was leave Knox wondering why it was that they had more prominent pouty lips than most. Was it injections or some other god-awful form of self-mutilation? Knox shook off the thoughts and turned his focus back to the swimmer. She was still there, but now maybe a hundred or so metres further out.